Hi, I'm Marcellus. I'm a 24-year-old actor living in Los Angeles. Studies film in college, trying to keep that going. As far as dating in LA, you know, I feel like, like most people, it's been real casual and unsure. Things go from real serious to real gone in a second. So I feel like, you know, I've been out here struggling like the rest of us, just trying to trying to figure out how to how to navigate this life. They say love can find you anywhere. Parties, offices, grocery stores, the hellscape that is Tinder. But no one has ever found love on a podcast in a virtual hangout. That is, until now. I'm your host, Tara Michelle, and welcome to Blind Dating, a Spotify original from Parcast. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Today we're helping 24-year-old Marcellus find his perfect match. Welcome to Blind Dating, Marcellus. I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you. Here's how the show works. You're about to meet two strangers and you'll have to get to know them as quickly as possible, but there's a twist. You'll only be able to hear them throughout the show and you won't see who your potential love interests are until after you've made your choice. So, Marcellus, are you ready to meet your matches? I think I'm as ready as I can be. Okay, let's meet match number one, Jasmine. She's an herbalist from Atlanta who's never been in a relationship. Jasmine, tell us about yourself. Hi, I'm Jasmine. I was born in Atlanta, but raised in San Diego and North Carolina. I am a singer and actress and studying to be an herbalist. I love to cook, travel, and being active outdoors. And my dating experience so far in LA has been fun. I, I usually date artsy types and I have met a lot of awesome guys, but some are like bad timing. And then with others, our intentions just like didn't really align, I guess. But I don't know, I just know what I want now. And that's someone that's happy and confident and kind, who's like not afraid to go after what he wants in love and in life. Well, hopefully that's Marcellus. <laughs> Now let's meet match number two, Sydney. She's a 25-year-old actress with a degree in none other than counterterrorism. Let's hear your backstory, Sydney. Hi, happy to be here. My name is Sydney. I was born and raised in LA. I come from a super close family. I'm a triplet and I also have a younger brother, so there's four of us in total. In college, I did study counterterrorism and then decided not to be recruited by the CIA, which was genuinely what my advisors wanted me to do. And I decided to pursue acting instead. Over the years, many of my boyfriends have been friends turned significant others, or even family friends, which has not always worked out well for me. I've been very single for the last two years, which was half by choice, half because of the pandemic. But I think that really gave me a lot of time to focus on myself and grow and know what I want in a relationship. All right, Marcellus, any first impressions based on what you just heard from the girls? Well, they both seem like very interesting in very different ways. Counterterrorism is definitely something I wasn't expecting to be introduced to today, but you know, I'm here and open for everything. Jasmine being an herbalist, you know, I personally don't know very much about any herbs or plants or anything, so I'll be hoping she can give me a quick lesson before this is all over. 
Absolutely. Let's keep getting to know each other, guys. Now that we've all been introduced and made our first impressions, it's time to get a little more personal. I'm going to ask you all the same questions so we can see how well you all match up. Jasmine, what's the hottest thing about a person? Oh, man. I'd say the hottest thing is the way that they treat you. And I know that doesn't really sound very hot. <laughs> I don't know. I guess whenever it comes down to like just like everyday stuff, like do they take care of you when they're sick? Like the way that they interact with you. I don't know. I find that incredibly sexy. <laughs> and Sydney, what's the hottest thing for you in a person? I'm going to have to say that confidence is probably the hottest thing for me. Like if you can walk into a room and feel immediately comfortable, if you have no problem interacting with strangers, talking to people, I think that can easily snowball into humor. Like if you're confident enough to be able to make a joke and even to make a joke and have, have it fail, I think is honestly really hot. Even if it doesn't, the joke doesn't quite work. I think being able to like attempt to be funny and to feel really comfortable in any environment is a big one for me. Absolutely. And being able to like laugh at yourself when your joke is a total fail, that Absolutely. I think is so great because then no one feels awkward, you know? And I feel like I do that all the time with myself. I feel like I'm constantly trying to be funny and it not working at all. <laughs> so Me too, girl. <laughs> and last but not least, Marcellus, what do you think? I'm going lots of stuff because Sydney just stole my answer, but I was also going to say confidence because I feel like if you're confident with yourself, then you bring out your best self and everything. So I feel like once you accept yourself who you are, Nothing else can really phase you. So you don't have to be like the most outgoing person. You don't need to be always talking to everybody, but as long as you're confident with yourself, people can see that without you having to say anything. 100%. I love that everyone's answer was some kind of personality trait versus anything appearance-wise. I love that. <laughs> what do you have in your dating app bio, Sydney? I think right now it is asking for a Spotify playlist, which... I think I stole from my friend, if I'm being honest, but I really like it because I've gotten a lot of one. I've gotten a lot of really cool playlists, which even if I don't end up matching with them, I just copy and paste it and save it, which isn't great. But I've also gotten a lot of really great playlists from guys that, you know, I can tell right away, not right away if I'm going to like them or not, but if we have compatible music taste. So that's been kind of fun. Actually, that's really smart because you get to see right away what kind of music they're into. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. It's fun. <laughs> I'm stealing it. Jasmine, what about you? What's your dating app bio? I actually just deleted my hinge not too long ago. Yeah, I just kind of got tired of like the apps and stuff. But it really just said like my bio. It was just singer, songwriter, actress, blah, 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 blah. My age, my sign, Virgo, and just things like that. Yeah, I feel you, though. You go through phases of having the apps, deleting them, and then being like, ah, well, I may as well get them and again. And then you get it back again. Yep. Exactly. It's inevitable. <laughs> it's always going to end up back on your phone. I know. <laughs> I mean, hopefully not. I, I don't want to download it again. Well, hopefully it works out with Marcellus so you can delete your dating apps forever. Exactly. And Marcellus, what is your dating app bio? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm pretty trash at bios. So mine's usually just like an emoji. My favorite one right now is the one where you have the, your fingers are under your chin you're just kind of like looking off kind of like questioning everything that's usually my go-to or i'll just be like a yo i'm pretty trash when it comes to bios nothing nothing about me really 
There's honestly a weird amount of pressure with creating a bio. I don't know why, but I always struggle with coming up with something interesting. Like I'm not funny enough to have something clever. Yeah, unless you have like something like a nice one liner or something smart like Sydney, which you put asking for a playlist. There's really Brilliant. nothing else you can put there. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> Jasmine, what's your go to meal to make for a date? Okay, so I'm a huge seafood person. I love salmon. I have perfected my salmon recipe. It is amazing. And so I will do like baked salmon or either seared salmon with like a Dijon. I'm not going to tell you what else I put in it because it's a secret. With maybe like a creamy Parmesan risotto and spinach or an arugula salad. Oh my God, my mouth is watery. <laughs> you gave a beautiful visual there. Thank you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Sydney, what's your go-to meal? I honestly think it's it's probably a pasta dish of some sort, but I'm not quite sure what specifically. I, I tend to kind of just like throw a bunch of things together and hope it works out, which has been going pretty well for me so far. I've been impressed with my quarantine cooking, but I do feel like pasta is kind of like a universal thing that most people don't hate pasta. So I feel like it's a safe bet. I don't know who would dislike pasta. You know, like, what does that say about a person? Right. I think I would know right away that it wasn't, that person wasn't for me. Seriously. And Marcellus, what's your go-to? My go-to, you see, my cooking skills definitely have room for improvement. So the only thing I can make decently is some chicken and rice. And if they don't eat meat, then I guess we're just eating rice. Just plain rice or do we have sauce or some kind of seasoning in there? Uh, it depends on what's in the fridge at the time. You know, most of it's going to be pretty empty, so we're not going to have a lot to share. And we're going to make the most of it, you know, it's the experience that really makes the cooking valuable, in my opinion. I like the honesty here. Thank you. You know, that's what we're here for. 100% yes. Okay, last question. Jasmine, what's one song you know all of the lyrics of? I'll say Go DJ by Lil Wayne. It was the first rap song that I ever learned the lyrics to. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> it's so random, but like anytime it comes on, it's like my whole persona changes. That is my song. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Sydney, what about you? So I have to premise this by saying that I am notoriously bad at lyrics. Like I can memorize lines in 10 minutes, but lyrics, even if it's my favorite song, I will never learn them. <laughs> so I think I'm probably going to out myself by being a theater nerd here. But the album I do know almost all the words to is Hamilton. So I know a lot of those lyrics. As soon as you said theater, I was like, guaranteed she says Hamilton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Marcellus, what about you? Music lyrics are something I usually remember easily, unlike everything else. But if there's one song in sixth grade, I dedicated myself to learning a Millie by Little Wayne, even though that was way too young for anyone to know that song. I don't know why I listened to it like 50 times in a row, just because I really wanted to learn it. So I know all the words to a Millie, even though I learned it way too young. You know what? It's OK. You took it to your adulthood and now that's your go to. You're right. It's a, it's a personality trait at this point. I love it. Marcellus, did you learn anything about the girls that stands out to you? I learned a lot. I learned that, well, Sydney, that she she's true theater, true actress with her Hamilton and her her lines and everything that she loves about that. And Jasmine, I've learned, you know, anyone who likes to go DJ has a soft spot in my heart. So I can always appreciate that song. That's that's a classic that will never die. That'll show my kids. So there's, there's pieces of each of them that I appreciate. Incredible. Well, things are getting very exciting here. So let's keep it going. All right, Marcellus, it's time for your one-on-one -on -one with each dater. You'll be playing two truths and a lie, but you only have one guest to pick the lie, so choose carefully. Let's start with Sydney, which means Jasmine will be going into the waiting room. 
Sydney, what are two truths and a lie? So my first one is a guy once drunk serenaded Phantom of the Opera to me and then put me in a cab. My second one is I was given jewelry on my first ever dating app date. And my third one is my triplet sister and I have both dated the same person. Oh, wow. Okay. These are all very, very interesting. Thank Marcellus, you. <laughs> which do you think is the lie? See, this is tough because, you know, they're all they're all spicy in their own way. They are spicy. Mom already knocked out the theater, the, the singing one, because I feel like she's around a lot of theater majors. So I feel like that's something that probably happens a lot. So I'm going to say that's true. The jewelry one and then the sister one, those are tough. If I had to choose the lie, I'm going to go with the sister one. Which one is it? It's the sister one. He's correct. <laughs> That would be crazy if you guys dated the same person. A lot of drama. Yeah, we're very, very different. So I don't think that'll ever happen. Okay, so tell me about how you ended up getting jewelry on a first date. Like that has definitely never happened to me. It was my first ever dating app date. And he had noticed I wore geometric gold jewelry in some of my photos. And so he got me these earrings that I actually love and wear all the time. But we didn't. It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> That's so thoughtful. I can't believe there's it men out there that like pay attention to that level of detail and then like go through with buying you something like that on a first I date. I know. I was a little thrown by it. I'm not going to lie. Just because it's not something I would do. It is a little aggressive. It felt a bit much. It felt a bit much. But I do wear the earrings all the time. I love that. <laughs> okay, Sydney is going into the waiting room now. And now it's time for Jasmine's one-on-one. Jasmine, what are your two truths and a lie? Okay, I have dated an NFL player. I once pulled off two dates in one night and I have never been in love. Those are good. Those are like juicy. <laughs> Marcellus, which do you think is the lie? Well, you know, Jasmine sounds like a little player play over here. You know, she's <laughs> doing big things. Let's see, never fallen in love. You know, I feel like... I'm going to cross that one out. So it's the NFL player or two dates in one night. If I'm going to go with the lie, I'm going to say two dates in one night because that seems that's been pretty tough. Which one is it? It was that one. <laughs> I once pulled off two dates in a night. It was a lie. That would be tough. I don't know how anyone would actually do that. I'm definitely not player player. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> could not do that. <laughs> how was dating the NFL player? It was interesting. It was just like a little like fling. It was when I lived in Baltimore. So <laughs> sounds like there's some stories there. Come on. I'm trying to date here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> OK, I'm going to put Jasmine in the waiting room. So, Marcellus, what did you think about everyone's answers? You know, they're very, very interesting. I feel like they've all had a lot of interesting experiences with guys, especially. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of stories that we aren't getting to hear right now. Oh, I'm sure every woman has plenty of stories. I honestly don't want to hear all the stories, to be honest with you, because, you know, it's hard to compete with the NFL player. And I've also never given anyone earrings on the first date. She was thrown off by that anyways. So That's this true. is for the best. So he did, did me a favor, you know, by scaring her. Now she won't expect it. Do you know what you're going to do yet? I think I'm getting closer. It's, it's tough. It's tough because they both are so different. So it's like hard to pinpoint which one exactly. But I think I think I'm getting close to an idea right now. Well, you're going to have to figure it out soon because up next, it's the big decision. Welcome back, everyone. 
All right, Marcellus, now that we have our matches back, the time has come. You have two really, really great girls here, so I know this is gonna be a tough decision for you, but who will it be, Jasmine or Sydney? I just wanna start off by saying you're both lovely in every single way. And you know, since I only can choose one, I think I'm gonna have to go Sydney. All right, Jasmine, I'm so sorry, but if you don't mind turning your camera on so we can all say hello to you and thank you for coming. Sure. Hey, Jasmine. Hi. <laughs> oh, how are you doing, Jasmine? You look very lovely. I, I'm sorry that it couldn't pick you. I feel like we still could have a good time. We could at least be very, very good friends at the end of the day, because I feel like we still have a good bunch of similarities. Absolutely. It was a pleasure meeting you. It was a pleasure meeting too. And I like your earrings as well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Jasmine. It was so great getting to know you and best of luck. Thank you so much. I'm going to put Sydney in the waiting room. So Marcellus, tell me about Jasmine. What did she look like for everyone listening at home? Jasmine has some short, natural, curly hair, you know, and she had her earrings that I pointed out. There's like a hoop with a little, I don't know what to call it. It's like a little- Like a fringe. Like a little, exactly, a little fringe at the bottom, which was nice. And she had nice, nice clean skin. I wish my skin was as, as smooth as hers was. She was literally glowing. Literally. Do you think there's a celebrity doppelganger that you could compare her to? Ooh, that's tough. I don't know about celebrity doppelganger, but like if she was in a cartoon, I feel like the Proud Family, I feel like a character in that, would she would fit in perfectly. Okay, should we bring Sydney back into the room? And now the moment we've all been waiting for. It's time for you both to turn your cameras on so you can see each other for the first time. Are we ready? Ready. I'm ready. On one, three, two, one. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I was imagining one thing, but you look totally different, which is even better than what I imagined, honestly, so. Well, thank you. Not what I was expecting, but very cute. I'm going to put Sydney in the waiting room. So Marcellus, tell me about Sydney. What did she look like? Sydney is blonde with a black top on, real low-key look. I like it. It's pretty simple. If I had to say what she looks like, she looks like that one girl from Handsmaid Tale, Elizabeth Moth, I think that's her name. It's like a younger version of her. Like similar features like that, but pretty low key look, pretty smooth features. Okay, Marcellus is going into the waiting room and Sydney will come back in. Sydney, tell us what Marcellus looks like. He's very cute. He has a very kind face. I want to say he has like the eyes of Chadwick Boseman and the lips of Drake. <laughs> I see that. Very specific. Yes, that is so accurate. Like, I'm very impressed with that description. Thank you. Is he your typical type, would you say? You know, I don't think I have a type. I'm kind of all over the map, but I think if I saw him at a bar, I'd definitely go for him. Well, perfect. I love this. Okay, now that we have you both back in the room, there is one final decision that has to be made, but this time the power lies in Sydney's hands. Sydney, you can choose to go on a social distanced date with Marcellus and live happily ever after, or you can choose to be on a future episode of Blind Dating where we'll set you up with two new matches. It's a tough call, but the choice is yours. What's it gonna be? Oh man, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, I think even though I think Marcellus is super cute and that we got along very well, I think I wanna shoot my shot with two other matches in the future. Ah, okay. Well, so sorry, Marcellus. You never know what's gonna happen on blind dating. Thank you both so much for being here today and playing along. And I guess I'll be hearing from you soon, Sydney. Great, 
Sorry, Marcellus. No hard feelings. I know two is greater than one. So, you know, you go out there and you have a good time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Blind Dating. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast and on Twitter at Parcast Network. For more episodes of Blind Dating, follow us on Spotify and check out other podcast shows all available on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm Tara Michelle. Tune in next week for a new romance or a total rejection. Blind Dating is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by John Cohen. Produced by John Cohen and Kristen Acevedo. Associate produced by Alex Trickvedotter. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. Blind Dating stars me, Tara Michelle. 